The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills. Hallelujah. Sit on top of your enemies. Wow, what a blessing. And what a joy it is to come to church this morning and to worship the Lord. Somebody say amen. Indeed, it's exciting and a great joy that we can be in church and be blessed and be, be ministered to by the word of God. Amen. amen. We had a good worship, fantastic praise this time, and I believe that God has something very special for us. Choir, thank you for a beautiful singing, and Sandra, thank you for beautiful ministration. And um, like Pastor Edward said, uh, my wife, you know, first time we started church here, she was here and she has to travel to England and arrived a few days ago, two days ago. And um, it's a blessing to have her with me. Amen. Come and say hello to us. Come and say hello to us. You see, actually, her auntie is the queen of England who died. So she had to go and bury the queen. Say hello to the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. It's good to be back. It's good to see new faces as well. And I'm looking forward to a wonderful time. Yeah. As we get to know each other together, we serve the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you all. All right. Clap your hands for her. Well, so here we are. We are blessed to be here. Amen. And I believe that God is gracious and God is going to bless our lives. Say amen. amen. Just a couple of announcements before I start preaching. Number one, um, I believe the first week, the first Sunday in October, that is the 6th, I believe I'm right. I'm right. 6th of October. We're going to have what we call International Sunday. All right. The good Christians are clapping. <laughs> anyway, International Sunday is a Sunday, sorry, of November, sorry, um, 56th of November. International Sunday is where we come in our traditional, cultural clothes, anywhere you come from. I'm sure you have your own way of dressing, isn't it? The only one, the only dress that is not allowed is naked. You cannot come naked. But you must come in your own beautiful clothing and um, invite your family. It's going to be a very fabulous meeting and gathering. So all of you should have it in mind. Uh, which tribe do you come from? Pardon? Taro. Taro. Okay. You have your traditional dresses. So you can wear one and come. What a shock. <laughs> anyway. So it's going to be... My dear sister, what's your name? Magda, ah, this Magdalene. Magdalene and the uh, first Priscilla. Ah, yes, that's where you are. Where do you come from, Magdalene? Yeah. Yeah. So you also have your traditional clothes. Beautiful. I'm expecting to see all of you. When? What do you think? Is it a good idea? What a shock. That is the 6th of November. So it's going to be a beautiful, fantastic, fabulous, super fantastic, terrific service. So make sure you are here and uh, you'll be blessed and you'll be excited. Say amen, somebody. All right. And also the last Sunday of October, which is the 30th, I believe, of October, we have what we call our Celebration Sunday, where we bring a lot of people and we also have a meal after service and so that's also a very important time to come along and enjoy fellowship bible said disciples met together they break bread together and they grew together may god bless us and help us in jesus name somebody say amen right i'm preaching for 25 minutes only so when i call 25 minutes when you're the timekeeper tell me that bishop your time is up all right. Okay. So you are the timekeeper for today. Hallelujah. 
well, I am tr- truly blessed and happy. You know, the, the song that our dear sister, um, Auntie Sandra, was singing to us, I want to be a strong Christian. How many of you want to be strong Christians? Give me a wave of your right hand. A wave. You want to be a strong Christian? If your hand is down, I suspect you. Uh, blessings, your hand up. Fantastic. Beautiful. May God make you a strong Christian. Can I have an amen? And he said, the song was said, I want to, I want to concentrate on the inner man. Now, as you are sitting here, you are not the person I see. Say, Bishop, say it again. Hannah, you are not the person I see. Victoria, you are not the person. There's somebody in you that I can't see. Ransom, there's somebody in you that I can't see. And that is the, what we call the inner man. I'm going to take time later on and teach you about how you can be a strong Christian. Can I have an amen? How you can develop your inner man. Because many people concentrate on the outward. When there's an inner, it means there's an outward. Am I right or wrong? Am I, is it true or correct? Is it true or correct? What a shock. You see, if there's inner, then there's, for example, if I'm inside the heart, it means that I can also be outside. Many of us concentrate on the outward instead of the inward, especially ladies. I'm preaching now. Especially ladies. They concentrate on the outward. They wear the wig. They wear the eyelashes. They wear everything. But there's somebody inside. Somebody say inside. There's an inner man that we have to build up. And I'm going to teach you how to identify the inner man and build your inner man up. Because there's somebody called the devil who would want to mesmerize your life. But the devil is a liar. And so is his father-in-law. <laughs> somebody say amen. So Friday, Mr. Friday, happy to see you. So I'm telling everybody here that you've got to concentrate on the inner man. You see, when you wear lipstick, like Victoria, (laughs) when you wear artificial eyelashes and you blink, and then we say, something like that. And when you wear the, is it mascara? What do you put here? Eh? Foundation. When you wear the foundation, and you're moving, all those things, just a little sweat, and then all the all your face will show will be will, will, will change. We may not even recognize you. So please wear the lipstick, uh, Victoria, if you want. It's fine. There's nothing wrong in wearing lipstick. There's nothing wrong in wearing foundation. There's nothing wrong in wearing wig. There's nothing wrong at all. But beyond that, you must build your inner man. Somebody say amen. So you are going to take time and learn about the inner man, how we can build ourselves up. Because life has obstacles. Life has challenges. Life has ups and downs. Now if your inner man is not built and you face challenges, you will give up. Favor, are you with me? If you don't build yourself inside up strong, I'm telling you, one day I sat in a, in a, a train in London. And um, in, when I sat in this train, um, there was a man who came to sit opposite me, and the man put his legs on just next to me, and the legs were dirty, very dirty feet. He put them across where I'm sitting. I was sitting. And then I was not happy at all. I told the man, I mean, the man looked very, very rugged, rugged, dirty, a little filthy. And as he sat there, as um, he sat there, Looking, I was almost drunk. I mean, drunk or something. And very, I mean, whatever, rough. I said, Sir, you can't put your dirty feet here. Because I'm sitting and put your dirty next to me. And it's not only dirty, it's also smelling. What a shock. <laughs> and then um, she was, uh, he, he was put, and I said, please, it's not right. And looked at me. And I said, I said, you have to take your feet, uh, your feet away. He looked at me again with a very funny face. As I said, I said, it's not right for you to put your feet here. And then, you know what he did? 
he just moved his chair this way and I saw a knife. Sharp, big one, knife. When I said, me, myself, I'll get up and go. I won't sit here anymore. I realized that if I keep on talking, something bad can happen to me. So I decided to move away because I'm not strong enough for the knife, for the man with the knife. What a shock. You see, spiritually, there's a devil who is very strong. If you don't develop yourself spiritually, the devil will take advantage of you. So I'm going to be teaching you. So keep coming to church. Gloria. Keep coming. Keep coming. God is going to help me. Keep, keep coming. God is going to help you and bless you. Say amen. Last week, I was sharing with you, uh, like I said, how many more minutes do I have? When? How many more minutes? 27 minutes more. All right, thank you very much. I was sharing with you last week about eh, the blessing in serving the Lord. Say amen. How many of you were here last week? Give me a wave of your right hand. If you're here last week, kindly you give me a wave of your right hand. Okay. Yes, Madeline was here. Presley was here. And uh, Moses, you're here. Your beard is still growing. What a shock. Alright, so we saw in the Bible that there shall be a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who serve him not. Turn your Bible with me to Malachi. Malachi, let's look at that scripture again. Chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Malachi chapter 3. Eddie, I hope you are not sleeping, you are awake. Beautiful. Malachi chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. It's on the screen, so if you can join me to read, let's all read together. Ready? Go. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day, when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them. May the Lord spare you. I said, may the Lord spare you. How many of you think that in life, you have done some wrong things that you deserve punishment? It is there to be punished for some mistakes you have done. Can I see anybody here who is honest enough? You have done some wrong things. You haven't done anything wrong in life, you see. You have to lift both hands and legs, you. <laughs> you know? But Bible says that in that day, God will spare you. May God show you mercy. I say, may God show you mercy. May you not die before your time. Lift your right hand and say, I will not die before my time. Do you believe it? In spite of your mistakes, in spite of your shortcomings, in spite of your, 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 your errors, God will spare you. Elijah, God will spare you. Bible said, in that day, he said, they shall be mine. They shall be mine. They shall be mine. And he said, in that day, when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them. Let's read on. As a man's parent, his own son that serveth him. The next verse, verse 18. Everybody, John, let's read loud and clear. Can we read it again, verse 18 again? I want you to step, disturb everybody apart from yourself. So read it loud and clear. Ready, go. Then shall they return. And discern between the righteous and the wicked. Okay? Some of you are not reading, so I'm giving the last opportunity. I want you to read it loud. Let your neighbor, let your neighbor's voice be drowned by your voice. Ready, go. And yes. Amen. The Bible says that a time is going to come when you will discern. Discern means to see through, to distinguish between those who serve the Lord and those who do not serve Him. There's going to be a distinction between those who are righteous and those who are wicked. Prayer for us this morning is that God will show us mercy. You will be qualified to be among those 
who are called the righteous. Amen. Pastor Ron, is there any problem? Is there any problem? Everything is stable now. All right, beautiful. So I'm going to show you a few distinctions because it says that between them that save him and them that save him not. I want to first of all admonish you and encourage you. It is a blessing to serve the Lord. You should have said amen. It is a blessing to serve him. My name is E.A.T. Saki. And I will put my life on the line. And I will tell you that there's no regret in serving the Lord. Can I have an amen? I said I'll put my life on the line. I'll put my life on the line. And I'll tell you that there's a blessing. Bible says that the time is going to come. When there shall be a distinction. Between those who serve him and those who serve him not. A time is going to come. When you can see a clear distinction between those who you see at a certain stage in life, there's no much, there's no much distinction. And as, as you grow up in life, we are all together. Even when you watch sports or races, um, athletics, you will see that when they are running five thousand or ten thousand meters, you can see that we everybody starts. And they all start running. So many of them. Sometimes 30, 40, 50. Or even marathon when they are running. You see so many people. And everybody starts at the same time. When the whistle goes. And then or the gunshot goes. And everybody takes off. And everybody still start running. It takes time. Then you see those who fall away. Am I making sense to anybody? As time goes by. In the first few minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, Sister Esther, you will see that there's no distinction. There's no difference because everybody's running because it's just the beginning. But life is not just a short race. It's a long race. Some of you sitting here, you are in your 20s. Some of you are in your 30s. Some of you are in your, some of you are, some of you are in your 50s. Some of you are below 20. We are all at various stages of our lives. Some of you even share the same birthdays. Some of you are the same year group. But you see, you would understand that I need for you, I need you to enter your spirit. The life is a journey. Somebody say, life is a journey. Hold your neighbor's ear and pull the ear and say, life is a journey. I say, hold your neighbor's ear and pull it hard. I say, life is a journey. Why? Uh, now, are you afraid of Mr. Chris? You hold the ear and pull it and tell him, life is a journey. God's love is a journey. And at a point, there's going to come distinctions. There's going to come differences. As you journey along, as you journey along in this life, you get to a point where you see people because the 10,000 meters, when it started, everybody had a capacity. Everybody has energy to keep running. But as you keep on running, you get to a place where people veer off. Haven't you watched it before? The other run after maybe two or three runs and somebody just detours, takes a detour to the left or to the right and all that. And before the race is over, out of the, out of the let's say, 200 who started, only five are still in the race. Only 10 are still in the race. Why? Because they did not have enough capacity. May God give you capacity to run and run well in Jesus' name. Can I have an amen? You are in the same school. You are in, in, in the polytechnic with your friends. You are from Adama State. You are from, you are from various states and you come together. And you are all, you're, you're from, about you from all, also place, and you are met together as students. Now the question is, as you journey along, who is going to finish well? Because there's going to come a distinction. Say, preach, bishop, preach. Am I talking to anybody here? There's going to come a distinction between those who serve and those who serve him not, Elijah. So you see, I'm, I'm excited to see all of us here. I'm excited to see so many of you sitting here looking at me with, with excitement. But the question is that 
next week, next year, two years time, I used to go to be serving God because the Bible says that there shall be a difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. I pray for you this morning. That you not be among you not be among us who fell away, but you be among us who continue to the very end. May you finish your course. May you finish your race. May you run with perseverance. The race that is set before you, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. May God help you. Lift your hand and say, God help me. Say, God help me. Oh, God will help you. God will help you. You will finish well. You will do well. You will come back to the road. You will perseverance. You will excel. You will go forward. You will overcome. You will prevail. You will not be a failure. You will not be a disaster. God is on your side. God is standing with you. God will give you victory. Somebody shout victory. Come on, shout victory. Shout victory. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you. Some people give up, but you will not give up. Say, I will never give up. I didn't hear you. Say, I will never give up. I will never give up. Hallelujah. Am I talking to anybody here? I promise you by the grace of God, you will finish your race. There will come a distinction. In five years, in, four, in ten years, there shall be a distinction between those who serve the Lord and those who didn't serve Him. Push your neighbor and say, may you serve the Lord. You know something? Get off your chair and tell seven people, continue serving the Lord. Just seven, seven. Seven people, go and tell them. Continue serving. Continue serving. Continue serving. Continue serving. Continue serving. I said, tell seven. Seven of them continue serving. Hey! Hey! Are you told seven people? Some of you are still at the same place. Add five more. Tell twelve people. Continue serving the Lord. I said, get off your chair. Tell somebody. Continue serving the Lord. Continue serving the Lord. Continue serving the Lord. Continue serving the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? So now let me continue preaching. Kato Shakabahataya. God is going to help you. Amen. I said, Amen. It is a great thing. It is a great Hallelujah Esther, I see God transforming your life Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? There were two sons. A man had two sons in the same house. They all lived in the, under the same roof. I don't know the job the father was doing. Victoria, I don't know the job that the father's job. I don't know what the man was up to. But the man had two sons. And the Bible says the day came when the younger of them, the young, you see, the younger you are, the more foolish you can become. Tell your neighbor, ask your neighbor, how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? Ask him, are you foolish or you are wise? Ask him. Ask him or her. Come on, ask him. Are you foolish or you are wise? Are you foolish or you are wise? Ask your neighbor. Are you foolish or... You see, when you are young, you can be silly. And you can be foolish. As you grow, you mature. So sometimes when I see young people, eh, Eddie, so when I see young people and they are behaving foolishly, I said the young shall grow. The young shall grow. 
church and we invite them come to church. Oh, I won't come to church. I'd rather go to nightclub and be dancing and be dancing. And be dancing. You wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. Life itself will teach you to be sober. I'm telling you. I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. I pray that you, 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 the foolishness in your life will drop off. You know, I want you to do one more thing. Place your hand on your neighbor's head. Your ne- and say, Lord, let every foolishness drop off. Now, 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 now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let every foolishness drop off. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Some of you young people, you, instead of having a Bible on your phone, you are watching pornography. Let the foolishness drop off in the name of Jesus. Are you still there? You are reading your Bible. You are watching useless movie. Let every foolishness drop off in the name of Jesus. You will not be foolish again. You will take wise decisions. I said you will take wise decisions. Christabel, may you take wise decisions. You are a young men. Instead of sitting down and either studying or working, you are chasing girls. You are looking at me. They say, oh baby, oh baby, when I see you, when I see you, my heart begins to move from the left to the right. What a shock. And the girls also like it. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> hey! The every foolishness of in the name of Jesus. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Bible said the man had two sons. And the younger of them, he got up. They were all under the same roof. Moses. The two of them were under the same roof. Just like you and Wang share the same room. Don't you share the same room? But two of you stand up. Wang and then uh, Moses stand up. Bible says... One of the two, I don't know whether it's you or who, this one. They're all under their father's roof. And one day, one day, the younger, the one of them got up and said, I'm leaving. Who, which of you? Is it him or who is leaving? It's you. <laughs> Moses says it's you. You just say it's Moses. What a shock. So, together, let's go to church. Oh, today I don't feel like going to church. What do you want to do? I want to, I want to go and drink, drink something. What are the things that you used to drink? What the fanta liar. Father, I cast out every lie in the name of Jesus. It's not going to church. Bible says that one of the two got up and said, I'm leaving. And he left. He left the father's house. And the one said, Me, I'm staying. Sometimes you come to church for one week, two weeks, three weeks old. I don't feel like I want to see Pastor Ken's phone uh, calling. So this call, I won't pick it. When you see Pastor Ronald, I, I am tired of this call. This man, please. And then you switch off your phone. Somebody said, you understand what I'm saying? When you hear that, hey, Pastor James is around. Then you start dodging. Tell him I'm not there. What a shock. Am I talking to anybody here? Favor, haven't you, haven't you done that before to one of these people? Eh? That's how life is. But you see, Bible says that the younger said, I'm leaving. And he left the father's house. Let me tell you something. No church, as we sit here, God is blessed. God is helping us. And the church is growing and becoming larger and larger by the grace of God. Can I have an amen? My advice and my counsel with you is stay under the roof. No home is perfect. By the grace of God, I have a nice home. I have a good wife. I have children and so on. My children, I don't have everything there is in the world. When I don't have everything, but at least I have a good home to stay. Every child, you can ask every child. Every child feels that his neighbor's house is nicer than his house. <laughs> you two are correct. When you are a child, you always want to go to your neighbor's house. And you go there. Every child feels that it is nicer in your neighbor's house than your house. But I'm telling you, when you see the grass green on the other side, don't think that your grass is bad. 
You see, because you have not gotten close, that's why the grass looks green. When you get close to the grass, you see that there are stones and there are brown, brown patches. But when you stand from afar, the grass looks green elsewhere. In life, if you look far away, it looks attractive. Things look exciting. Let me go and have fun. Let me do what I, let me go and excite me. It's only when you get there you discover that, hey, it is not as green as I thought. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Moses, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, the grass is not so green. There's a blessing in your father's house. This is your father's house. And there's a blessing in the house. When I saw the choir singing, when I saw instrumentalists, and they're all trying to perfect it. But in the meantime, let's just stay under the roof of the blessing of God. Don't walk away. Don't leave. Walk away. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. The Bible said the younger, who was not mature, he said, I'm leaving. And he left. Read the story and see. In Luke chapter 50, the Bible says that they go to a place where the, the one who left home, he began to have parties. He began to have fun. He began to, I mean, do all sorts of things. And he would go to nightclub and they are smooching. All sorts of foolish things. Meanwhile, the elder brother was in the house. But the time came when Bible said everything that little boy got, had got finished. And so now what happened? The boy is now looking for food. This boy, you see, I'm telling that there's going to come a difference between those who serve and those who don't serve. The elder brother stayed at home and served the father. The younger boy walked away and said, let me go and have fun. I don't need God. I don't need church. I don't need anybody in my life. Nobody can advise me. I will do what I like. So sometimes you meet some people, they beat their chest. Do you know who I am? Have you seen somebody do, do that before? Do you know who I am? Everybody do this. Do you know who I am? Do it. You see, you see, you are nobody. Ransom, who do you think you are? You see, who I said, do you know who I am? My mother says something that I've never forgotten. He said, when you meet someone who says, do you know who I am? When you do this, you are pushing yourself backwards. If you're a real man, do you know who I am? And then move yourself forward. But when you beat your chest, you're moving yourself backwards. And my mother also told me, he made a, he made a, she made a comment to her and said, nobody is so strong that you can carry yourself. You can put your hands under your feet and carry yourself. Can you carry yourself? Try and carry yourself. Put your hands under your feet. And lift yourself up. You can't. No matter who you are, you need somebody to help you. You need somebody to minister to you. You need God. You need a pastor. You need the Holy Spirit to help you. Because without God, without the Holy Spirit, without the word, without the pastor, you are nothing. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. May you see God in your life. May God send helpers into your life. I see myself as a divine helper to somebody. I've come not to, to minister the word of God to you. That by the preaching of the word, somebody's life will be changed. May your life be changed. May your life be changed. May your life be transformed. May your life turn around in the name of Jesus. I'm preaching. What a word. What is what a word? So what a preacher. Hannah, maybe God sent me to God because of you. So I can be a pastor to minister the word of God to you. Esther, maybe that's a maybe, maybe. God sent us here. You are sitting under this roof for a reason. Because God knows that you cannot do anything by yourself. I'm preaching. Pastor Edward, I'm preaching.
the two friends. The two friends in Luke chapter 15. The Bible says, what's your name, my dear sister? Mercy. That's a beautiful name. May God show you mercy all the days of your life. The two friends, one of them was eating pig's food and the other was eating conflicts. Was eating the father's house. One of them all started off together. They all started coming to lighthouse together. They all came to poly together. They were all students. They were all, I mean, the Bible says that when it didn't happen that day after a while. Because when the one, the one went out, the fun was exciting. Life was exciting, interesting. But after a while, it's money got finished. Look, every woman, your beauty will get finished one day. You can say to but your beauty will get finished one day. There's no, there's no Tofiakwa in this one. My mother, she's 84 years old. When I visit her, I see pictures on her wall. Beautiful ladies. Pictures, ladies, pictures. Wearing sleep, wearing this thing. I say, hey, who is this? Say, don't tease me. Because it was her when she was in her 20s, 30s. When I look at her, she's walking at her. When she's walking, seven people are holding her. I say, is that you? Is that you? I say, hey, don't talk. Don't, don't, don't tease me. Things have changed. When you see my, my mother, her breast is lying down like a mat. Flat. Flat. What a shock. I, I used to go home. My mother, she doesn't care. She's wearing a shirt. Her breast is showing. I said, hey, is that you? That, my mother, 84 years. She doesn't care. What, what, what is rest? What is rest? 84 years. What is rest? Meanwhile, when she was young, when we were, when we were children, and when my mother in her days, Come and see my mother. She, you know, corsets. Is that, you know something they call corsets? Corset is something that the women wear to keep their body shape tight. My mother, when she's wearing corsets, all of her three boys, you have to help her to wear a corset. This one pulled her and that's why I pulled her. I made a it because she was big. But she went and she was so slim. And she was walking like this. And she was walking. And she... I said, this is where she's going. No, nobody knows what is under, under the thing. I tell you. And she will walk and she wear her high heels. And she will move it. Today, 84 years. You see, another. When you're talking to her now, she's sleeping. Oh. Be the same woman. Everything you have will fade. Only God will be there forever. Why don't you hold on to God? Why don't you stick on to God? Oh, there shall come a difference. Between those who serve and those who serve him not. Young ladies, lose your body to serve God. Don't let any foolish boy play with your breasts. Don't look at me as if you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm talking to you right there. I should tell them, isn't it? Should I continue preaching? Eh? Priscilla, don't let any foolish boy do what? Touch your breasts. Play with your breasts. When they are coming, bite their hand. Oh, come on, take your hands off. I don't know why you guys are quiet. I see we don't understand what I'm preaching. So I mean, should I continue preaching? I'll continue preaching by the grace of God. Say amen. Come on, say amen. Yes. Christabel, stand up. You understand the English I'm speaking very well. So from today, what will you tell that boy? What will you tell him when he tries to hold your breath? What will you tell him? Is that what? Stop playing with my breath. Stop playing with my No, don't say if you say that to a think you like it. Stop playing with my breath. That's not how to say it. That's not how to say it. What a shock. Are you still there? There shall be a difference. The boy who went, who went away. He later on regretted. May you not live a life of regrets. I said, may you not live a life of regrets. Amen. Later on, he wanted to say, I'll go back to my father's house. All I want to be is a servant. The one who stayed. Who stayed in the house. The father told him, all that I have belongs to you. All that I have is yours. If you stay, 
every blessing that God has will come to you. Some of you sitting here, you're going to have very good jobs. Oh, you didn't hear. I said you're going to land very good jobs in the name of Jesus. As you keep serving, I've seen people who are walking up and down, still serving God. God bless them with cars. God bless them with good, good husband and wives. God bless them with good jobs. May God transform your life as you keep serving Him. We are here in Joss, in Joss together. And I prophesy to you, your life will change. Your destiny will change. Your future will change. Men will see the glory of God on your life. Come on, shout amen. I didn't hear your amen at all. Are you ready to, to are you ready for a change? Are you ready for a transformation? I didn't hear your amen. It will happen practically. I said it will happen practically. What a word. 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 When that prodigal son came back home, he said to his father, he rehearsed his sermon. He said, when I go home, I'll meet my father. I will say, Daddy, I'm not willing to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. I just want to be a hired servant. And the man said, don't worry. I've been waiting for you. You're still my son. And the father said, let's kill. Let's have a party for the boy. He was dead. And he's alive. So people are dead, but they, they don't know they are dead. And then the older one came and said, I've saved you. Look at it. What the older one say? Let's look at it. I've saved you all these years. Go down to verse 23 or 24. Look. Now his elder son, 25, was in the field. What was he doing? He was evangelizing. He was in the choir. She was, he, he, he was an usher. He was working for the father. May you work for the father in the name of Jesus. He was working in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. Wow. That's the whole message. Now look at it. And he called one of the servants and asked what, that, what, things are, what these things meant. And the Bible says that he said, Thy brother is come, and thy father has killed the fatted cow, because he received him safe and sound. The next verse. The next verse. Look at it. And he was angry. And would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him to come. And father entreated him to come in. And he answered and said unto his father, Lo, look at it. Beautiful verse. Look at it. These many years do I save thee. This how many? Many years. Somebody said many years. How many years? How many years? How many years? How many years? The man said, the boy said, this many years have I saved you. Have I saved you? Listen, you must learn to save God for many years. Many years to come. May you still be in church. May you still be serving God. May you serve God for many years. Somebody shout many years. Say, I will serve God for many years. Hallelujah. He said, for this many years, uh, save thee. Uh, neither transgress I at any time that command me. Yet thou never givest me a kid. Now listen, he didn't give me even a little lamb that I might make merry with my friends. Now listen, listen to me, everybody. So the two of them came. When and uh, Moses come again, come to me as I finish. As I finish, it's now I pray for fifteen minutes. I have ten more minutes. What a shock! So who older? Who is older? What? You are, you are twins. Okay. So, this Ewan came. And then, he was a prodigal son. Just an example. And then, when Moses came, Moses said, Ah, daddy, this many years I've saved you. You didn't give me anything. This one just came home. And look at the party you have organized. Look at what you have done for him. Sometimes, 
Listen to me, everybody, including Moses, and including uh, Elisha, and uh, Eddie, and um, all of you on the stage. Listen, sometimes you can serve God, and it looks like God is not answering your prayer. You are working so hard. You are doing all that you can. And others seem to have testimony. You don't have any testimony. Has anybody thought about it before? Others seem to be having breakthrough. And you don't seem to be having breakthrough. And you have saved God longer than this one. But this one rather has a party organized for him. And so you can be jealous about your neighbor's blessing. Look at how he's being blessed. And look at me, I'm struggling. But listen to what the father said. The father said, verse 30. I'm ending now. Quickly, verse 30. Is there anybody there? Anybody there? Pastor Ronald. Verse 30. But as soon as thy son came, uh, what? Left okay, verse 31. Let's go. 31. 31. And the father said to him, Son. So you see, Moses is telling me, You are not fair. I've heard people say, God is not fair. I've heard people say, Why does God bless and God doesn't bless me? I've heard people say, how come this one is where this one? I've heard people say it. But the father said to his son, Moses, don't worry at all. He said to his son, thou art ever with me and all that I have is thine. Everything I have is thine. So you see, there may not have been a party for Moses. A party has been organized for when? But in truly, in, in truth, everything in the even the house where the party is being organized belongs to this one. God has something bigger that, for you than you can imagine. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Something greater for you than you can imagine. Don't look at somebody's little calf. A party being organized for him. And tell the and look, oh, me, God has not answered my prayer. God is about to blow your mind with a testimony in the name of Jesus. God is about to surprise you. I declare to you today, your days of surprises are ahead of you. Your days of breakthroughs are ahead of you. May God surprise you in the days ahead. There shall be a difference. 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 I know a man who died. The man had a will. He, the man had a number of children. One of the sons was very rebellious. In the will, the man gave him his car. So when the man died and read, read the will, he said that my car belongs to this my son. But as they kept on reading, very good in the house was always serving the father was watching what is going to happen then he realized that my houses belongs to this my son car and house which one do you like I said car and houses which one do you like somebody got a car but somebody got houses God has something more lasting for your life as you keep serving him all that I have is thine at the end of the day there's a difference. Priscilla, there's a difference between those who serve God and those who didn't serve God. I challenge you today there are many things that God has for you and I declare to you this morning as you walk out of here you're going to experience grace that you have never seen before. May God bring stability into your life. May you enjoy God's blessing. Eternal blessing. Eternal life. Salvation breakthroughs may all be your portion in the name of Jesus don't look at somebody's blessing and be jealous something bigger and greater is coming your way stand to your feet everybody and clap your hands for the Lord thank you thank you clap your hands for the Lord somebody all that I have is thine all that I have belongs to you all that I have it's yours. There shall be a difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. I want us to make a pledge. Today is a very special day. 
and I want you to, first of all, I'm going to pray a special prayer for you here. That you will be a stable person in Christ. Can I have an amen? There are many more things we would like to share with you. Next week Sunday, make sure you are here. Because something special is going to come your way. Lift your two on top high with the Lord, with me, every one of you. Lift your two on top high. Oh, Father, we declare. Bless this house. Bless everyone here. Lift your two hands, every one of you here. Lift your two hands up here. Father, we lift our hands to you. We lift your two, our two hands to you. Let it go higher than your head. Because I need to pray special prayer for you today. The prayer of grace. The prayer of God's strength. The prayer of God's favor for your life. Lift your two hands up high. On the back to the front. Father, we lift our hands to you today. Look at everyone that has lifted a hand to you. I'm asking for grace and mercy. I'm asking for grace and mercy. I'm asking, oh God, that you show us supernatural grace and mercy. We lift our hand to you. You said there shall be a difference between those who serve and those who don't serve you. As we lift our hands to you, we dedicate our lives to you. Our lives of serving. Our lives of loving you. Our lives of working. Our lives of working for you. In the name of Jesus, as you lift our hands to God, I pray that you touch everyone from the back to the front, from the young to the old. Touch our lives, oh God, with your power. Touch our lives, oh God, with your spirit, oh God. We lift our hands to surrender. We surrender our will. We surrender our own choices, our own decisions. We surrender them to you today. Take control of our lives, oh God. Take control of our lives, oh God. I pray for everyone that came to this service. May they serve you for a long time. May none of them fall by the wayside. May none of them fall and become a prey to the enemy. Show us mercy. Show us grace. Stretch your hand of grace upon our lives. Lift us up from the doldrum. Lift us up from the, from the pit of the enemy. And cause us to serve you. To follow you. To walk with you. All the days of our lives. In the name of Jesus. I speak to every hand that is lifted. I speak to your destiny. I speak to your future. As you keep serving. May there come a difference between those who serve and those who don't serve the Lord. I pray for you that you will not be tired of laboring. You will not be tired of singing for God. You will not be tired of evangelism. You will not be tired of praying. You will not be tired of doing the work of God. May you keep on serving for a day will come when there shall be a distinction. There shall be a difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. I pray for grace. I pray for mercy. I pray for strife. Pray for divine involvement in our lives. In the name of Jesus, be gracious to us and help us and bless us. Lord, I give you thanks. I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise. Shine like your voice is yours. Shine one more time. 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 Hallelujah. Naomi, there's a good day ahead of you. There are good choices ahead of you. You will see God's grace. You will see God's mercy. Shout amen. Close your eyes with me as I we finish the service. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, somebody invited you to come to church today. But you are not sure you are born again. You don't know whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. Today, this very moment, when you say, Pastor, I need God in my life. I'm a sinner. I've made many mistakes. But today, I want Jesus to come into my heart. If you're here right now, you need Jesus in your life. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray with you. Lift it up high. 
I see your hands. Wonderful. Wonderful. I see so many hands. What a blessing. Keep your right hand up high. Thank you, Father, for this hands lifted up. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you have lifted your hand up, I want to pray for you especially. So come to me now. Come. God bless you, my dear. Keep coming, keep coming. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. Come, come, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. let's say this prayer together say dear Lord Jesus this Sunday morning I gave my heart to you I received Jesus as my Lord and my Savior I'm a sinner I've made many mistakes but today I come to you just as I am forgive me of all my sins Wash away my sins. Make me your child. I promise to save you all the days of my life. I promise to walk with you all the days of my life. Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus. wash away all my sins in your precious blood. In your precious blood. Show me mercy. And help me to follow you and to save you the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. From today, I belong to you. My life belongs to you. Take control of my life. Help me to save you the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for receiving me now. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I'm so grateful for the lives of these wonderful people. I pray that you be gracious to them and help them. Shine your light in their path and show them kindness. Fight their battles for them. May they always serve you. May they never become wayward. May they never turn their backs away from you. But may your name be glorified in their lives. Lord, I thank you. I bless you. I honor you for these many, many lives. May they be established in your church. And may they serve you all the days of their lives. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.